Unlock a new era in podcasting with Unfiltered Studios. Ready to break free from the ordinary? Dive into a world where authenticity meets innovation. Our network isn't just about podcasts. It's a revolution. From nostalgia to movies, sports to self-improvement, find your favorite podcast in an array of diverse shows. Only at Unfiltered Studios. Join the movement. Subscribe to Unfiltered Studios today and join the podcasting revolution. Unfiltered Studios, where every voice finds its place. Visit unfpod.com today to find your favorite show. Unfiltered Studios. We'll help you press record. Unfiltered Sports Weekly. I am your host, Taylor Swift. No. I don't no. know why people think she's good looking. Oh, I think so. I think she's kind of good You looking. would. Like, she's I not mean, like, I, super hot. But... I, I don't think she's good looking at all. But I really? figured we saw, we saw her I so much. I think Cindy Crawford's good looking. Pamela Anderson's good looking. But that's your you know, age. That's Jenna, your... Jenna Jameson is good looking. Well, she was. Yeah, you know, I, I I just I I I don't I don't get why people think Taylor Swift is good looking. Now I'll tell you what makes her good looking is all the fucking money she has. I mean, what is she? She's a billion billionaire, you know. I'm, but I'm the red billion, lipstick, it just looks. She looks like a fucking two dollar hooker. That's what she oh, looks like. Cab. <laughs> I just thought you know that we saw her so much during the Super Bowl that she should host our show for us. I mean, what was that not? eleven times? Eleven times was the last count. And we said take the over on that, right? Somebody it was definitely had, somebody definitely, had better have taken our advice and, and gone the over on that. Yeah. Well, speak, speaking of advice. Oh boy. Um, I have this this piece of paper right here that's jotted down some shit that was said last week. Oh okay? boy. On this and show or on this show, yes. This program right here. Unfiltered Sports Weekly just a week oh, ago. Geez. Yeah. Oh. We're gonna we're gonna go uh, back to the past. Um St. Joe and the Cab picked the Chiefs. They did. Outright. Smart. Out, outright. Did. Now, two weeks ago, I think I might have said that you better hope that the 49ers beat the Chiefs <laughs> or <laughs> it's going to get lewd up in this motherfucker. Now, St. Joe picked Travis Kelsey to be the MVP. And, you know, I, I got some comments on that. Okay. But, but, but the motherfucking Cab picked Patrick Mahomes. Now, now, who won the MVP? Well, well Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes won the MVP. Okay. But and the reason well, I'm not telling everybody what Biebs picked is he didn't pick. He picked the Niners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And he did though call the under. Um, by actually, point by a half point. Hey, trust I got me. It. The gambling guy here took the over and lost by a half point. I bet four. Four uh, things on the Super Bowl. Thank God I didn't parlay them. But about four things on the Super Bowl. I won three of them and lost one. And the one I lost was I took the over. I won Mahomes getting the MVP. I won uh, um, fucking uh, What's-Her-Nuts going over on the uh, National Anthem. And I won that the Chiefs were outright. 
What was the what was the final time time on the national anthem? It was over eighty seven point five seconds. I can tell you that we timed it. Excellent. Okay. And and and, then, and, and, and shout out there, shout out there. Uh, not on Hard Rock Bets. Um, and uh, shout out to Hard Rock Bets. They they uh, they pay out quickly. Oh, nice. Um, and does the does the under over under end at the regulation? Or does it count overtime? Oh, it counts overtime. It's final it score. Does. Okay, so yeah, it yeah. missed it by a half point. Yeah, it, the total was forty-seven, and a, the line was forty-seven and a half. And if you add the two scores together, it was fucking forty-seven. Yeah. It was, and they, in, in, in the gambling world, they call the half point the hook. Yeah. And and the hook will get you, just like the song says. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what and else somebody said? If they yeah. would have had to catch kick the extra point. The over would have gotten it exactly, yeah. And San Francisco would have won, but San Francisco would have won if that if the kicker had made that extra point, not kicked yeah. it right into the back of his or kicked it so low. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. But somebody, but Keb said something last week. It always comes down to the kicker. It it, it does. does it does it, it does. always comes to, and if you took kicker, I mean, you got Moody, mm, you know, or Butker Automatica, you know, I mean. I mean, so, Butker, he's on my fantasy team, dog, and he yep. will be on my fantasy team next year. I might pick yep. him with the first fucking pick because that <laughs> dude wins fucking games. Everybody laughed at me this year where I picked a kicker in the third round and I picked Josh Allen in the second round after I picked Devo Samuel. Okay. So, two, all three of those clowns were in the fucking playoffs. Two were yeah. in the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad you brought up Harrison Butker because, in my opinion, he should have won the MVP. Yep. I don't so, uh, he made a couple really difficult kicks <laughs> for sure. He had 53 maybe more percent 53% at least of the points. He kicked the longest field goal in Super Bowl history at 57 yards. Yep. You know, that should have been a motherfucking prop right there. Without you know. Harrison Butker, the Chiefs don't win the Super Bowl. Nope. Right. He's the MVP, but because the NFL is the way the NFL is, it's always going to be typically, unless you're Ray Lewis or unless you're, you know, uh, an outstanding, outstanding defensive player, it's going to go to a quarterback or an offensive player. Yeah, but on the flip side of that coin, though, you're not in the Super Bowl either without Mahomes. You know, I mean, if you have fucking. Justin Fields playing quarterback for the Chiefs, they're not winning. There's another valuable point that you said because if you watch any of the uh, talk shows after the, the day after the Super Bowl, the whole Brock Purdy conversation came up and it, it was what kind of quarterback is Brock Purdy? Did he have a good game? He did have a good game. He didn't turn the ball over. He did well. He he did a good job for San Francisco. But if you look at Brock Purdy and you ranked Brock Purdy on NFC quarterbacks, where is he? Fantasy, he's a decent quarterback for fantasy. But in NFC quarterbacks, is he a top five NFC quarterback? Probably not. Why Probably not? not? Why not? Because it's the because if you take Brock Purdy out of San Francisco and you put him in another in another team 
he doesn't go to the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, all right. you all could right, say well, that about a lot of different quarterbacks. Uh, you I'm could. Gonna, I'm going to defend Brock Purdy here for a second. Now, what? do I think <laughs> do I think he should be anywhere in vicinity of anything called MVP? No. Okay, but in 1999, let me ask you guys a question. Here's a little NFL history for you okay in 1999 at the beginning of the season the beginning of the preseason who was the starting quarterback for the st louis rams oh in it was uh, trent green it was a guy named yeah. trent green and he got yep. hurt in the preseason right yep. and so they had to start a guy named kurt warner mm-hmm. okay now kurt warner was very green he'd been in the arena league you know is a decent quarterback in college uh, but, you know, no one knew who this guy was, and everybody's crushed because St. Louis had this, you know, great offensive juggernaut and this unknown guy named Kurt Warner. The only reason that they didn't give him shit, and he was a game manager, he, he was a drop-back passer, just like most of the quarterbacks than were and they didn't give him shit because he looked like everybody else well now fast forward to 2023 2024 and a lot of the quarterbacks are these athletic types like mahomes lamar jackson justin fields trevor lawrence to a to a degree you know they could Mm -hmm. even baker mayfield could get out of of trouble with his legs you know Mm -hmm. tua i mean the majority of the quarterbacks were um are mobile now and brock purdy just doesn't look like them he looks like the Dan Marino type, John Elway type, you know, quarterback. I mean, he's built a lot like Harbaugh was, mm-hmm. you know, he's yep. built a lot like Jim Harbaugh. And, and I think people are giving him shit because he doesn't look like the other guys. And, you know, does he have great pieces around him? Absolutely. If, if, if the Jaguars had Christian McCaffrey, I mean, we would, you know, we'd win all kinds of stuff, but, um, but you know they they he just doesn't look like the Mahomes that can you know when they were driving there in overtime I'm just like watch Mahomes is going to take this over he's just going to run this ball and and they're going to get the first down yeah <laughs> you know? yeah I mean he did it like three times in in the fourth quarter in overtime so um, you know can can Purdy do that no is he horrible on his legs no but he he's not Mahomes Josh Allen Lamar no. Jackson he's not. Know, yeah, he's a smart quarterback. He does make he does extend some plays when he needs to. He did he did a good job in the playoffs. Do I think that he do I think he's a top five quarterback? I don't know. I I don't think so. Well, statistically speaking, he is. But stats stat on paper is one thing. Um, Win, because do it, win, do wins count? I mean, he went to the Super Bowl, and he beat uh, some pretty good not. teams to get there. Apparently, they don't count, because if wins count, they would have won the Super Bowl, but they didn't. So, he makes the Super Bowl and loses it. That makes him a, what? You're saying he's not even a top-five quarterback in the NFC because he okay. lost the Super so, Bowl to the so number one So, let me ask you a question. What, what, what play did they call? What's the name of the play that you call that you throw a ball 60 yards in the play, it bounces off the guy's face mask, he catches it, and he and he goes in and he gets down at the one yard line. What what play? What's the name of the play that you called that in the huddle? Well, actually, I'm gonna guess that it. What, what do they call that route? Post. As a post route, yeah. So he just said, route. "Go out, run a post play. I'm gonna throw it up there. It's gonna bounce off the guy's face mask. We're gonna catch it. We're gonna get on a one yard line. So, and then so your argument is because one time he had a receiver make an athletic play that was lucky, 
and that somehow makes him lower than a top five quarterback in the NFC? I'm saying because of that play, it's his second they year won, in the NFL. He because had the highest of, Brandon, I'm saying because league. of that play, they won the game. If the, if not for that game, San Francisco is not in the Super Bowl. Oh man, you can make that argument about more than one play. About no, I can't make that argument. I will make that argument. No, <laughs> because, I'm saying you can make that argument about. Oh, you could pick any number of plays during the Super Bowl and say the same thing, couldn't you? Well, if Mahomes hadn't completed that pass in the, in the last on that last play where they scored a touchdown, they might not have won the Super Bowl. Absolutely, so if the guy saying, didn't okay, miss the extra point, San Francisco the wins the game. Season, I'm going to pick one play out of the entire season and say, well, because of that play, Brock Purdy's not a not a number one or not a, he's not even in the top five quarterbacks in the NFC because of that one lucky play. It's statistically, not, what were, so fact, if you want to play if you want to play stats, what were the what were the statistics? Mr. AWS on how much that guy was going to catch that ball. It doesn't matter. I'm saying over the course of the entire season, he had the highest QB rating out of any of the quarterbacks. But it does matter and because it's not for that the play. League. They wouldn't have been in the Super Bowl. Name another quarterback in the second year in the league. Patrick Mahomes was in the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So is Roethlisberger. And that those are the only others that I can think of. Tom Brady, I guess. Kurt yeah. Warner, Kurt Warner, boy, that's a pretty good number. That's a, those are some pretty good names to be around. Hey, sure. I've got the top ten quarterbacks in the NFL here. Do you, do you want to know who they are? Oh well, yep. I'm sure Brock Purdy's not even in there, right? Okay, uh, this is by NFL.com, by the way. Are okay. we going off of statistics? Are we going off a of QBR rating? What are we going off of? Um, uh, both overall popularity. Yeah, they're, they're, I okay, mean, I mean. These are the stats that are going. How many games they played? Their uh, their uh, pass completion percentage, their pass yards, their okay. yards per attempt, uh, their pass TDs, how many interceptions, how many uh, if they have any rush yards, if they have fumbles. Lay it on me. I love okay. lists. So let's think, lay yeah. top ten. So who? Okay, well, you want me to go ten to one or one to ten? Go no, down. one to ten. Okay, oh. number number ten is Kirk Cousins. Okay, and he got yeah. hurt. Blue is Achilles. Um, number nine. You ready for this one? Yeah. This is this will start some shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's already started. <laughs> Hang on, this thing is refreshing on me. Uh, number nine is Patrick Mahomes. Okay. That'll what? Start some, yeah, that doesn't start sound right. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. What? Number eight is a rookie. His name is C.J. Stroud. Yep. Now, see, I thought he was—he's a top five quarterback, or was last year, I think. Number seven is Brock Purdy. That's okay. inter- that is an interesting list so far. Okay. Number six, and I think this is well deserved, is Jared Goff. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, number five, and how this guy isn't number one because of his pass yards, is uh, Tua Tagovailoa. Hmm. That's interesting. I mean, he I had mean, a just, bajillion just, pass yards. Just yeah. with the fucking yards that he threw to Ty- uh, Tyreek Hill, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, who won Offensive Player of the Year, by the way, didn't he? Uh, Tua? Yeah. Did, uh, no, didn't Tyreek Hill win it because he didn't get MVP? He should have. Hmm. Uh, number four yeah. is, and I, I agree with this too, with the amount of pass yards that they, this dude had fucking 4,000 pass yards. Uh, Matt Stafford. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, he had a good year. Uh, 
this guy, in my opinion, you could Patrick Mahomes me up and down the motherfucking road, but this guy's the best quarterback yeah. in the yep. fucking NFL is Josh Allen. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Number two Lamar. is the most overrated motherfucking quarterback in the NFL. I love the guy because he's SEC. He wore 15 because of Tebow at Mississippi State, but Dak Prescott, give me a motherfucking break. So Dak Prescott and then Lamar is number one. Number one, straight out of Clemson is your, you love him is Trevor Lawrence. I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Number one is Lamar. Uh, This dude, Listen to this shit, okay? 67.2 completion rate Mm -hmm. on a run-first quarterback, Mm -hmm. right? 3,700 passing yards, okay? okay? Eight yards per attempt, right? Um, 20 20 pass TDs, seven interceptions, 821 rushing yards, right? I know running backs that don't have... You yep. know, and then five right rushing there. TDs, but he did have 11 fumbles. Mm-hmm. And this is only his sixth year. That's when they about, you know, start hitting their stride. You know, right. so this guy's going to have Baltimore. Um, now, to put that into perspective, um, you know, King Prescott over here with the fucking Cowboys. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, number one, and for our uh, one of our commenters, I don't see Kenny Pickett, Mitch Trubisky, or Mason Rudolph anywhere <laughs> on this fucking list. Yeah, it's going to be a long time before a Pittsburgh quarterback. Well, let me ask there. you this, Keb. How many NFC quarterbacks are in front of Brock Purdy on that list? Okay, you got Prescott. One. Yep. He's in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have um, Matthew Stafford. Two. Yep. Um, you have Jared Goff. Yep. Three. And then the Purdy, so he's four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I would put two more in front of him. Who, Who else would you put? put? I would put um, I would put Jalen Hurts had an off year, so I would put Jalen Hurts in front of him. And this is hard for me to say, but honestly, uh, uh, Jordan Love had a hell of a year. He was and actually put, number eleven on this. List. I would put Jordan Love. Of course, you would. In front <laughs> Jordan of Love, brought yeah. in front of Brock Purdy. For what Jordan Love did with the Packers. How long how long's Jordan Love been in the league? Uh, uh three years. He's been in there three or four years. I thought this was his third. But but this is year. his this is his if you want to say it, this is his rookie season playing. So I mean, based on what metric based on what metric would you put them in front of Brock Purdy? Give me a reason you would. Off of what what Jordan Love did with the players that he had. Just tell me by what metric should he go in front of Brock Purdy? I just did. What did. Jordan Love you did with what the players he had. Okay. And they lost. So did so did so did Brock Purdy. Can you tell me who they lost to? Can I tell you who the Packers lost to? Yeah. Yeah, they lost they got uh Brock Purdy had a very lucky play. Um against, and the Packers lost the game. Yeah. Had a lucky play against Green Bay? Yeah. Okay, well, who who engineered the winning drive in that game? Was that Brock Purdy or was that, you know, the backup quarterback? Well, it's actually Kyle Shanahan because he calls the oh, plays. Oh, I see, I see. You can't give any credit to the quarterback because you don't like him. 
right? No, it's not that I don't like. Yeah, it's not that yeah, I don't exactly, like. Brock okay, Purdy. I love the Green Bay Packers, so I'm picking Jordan. Well, love, I don't love the Green Bay Packers, the, even though he lost. As you Brock can see Curry. behind me, there's a there's a Brian Urlacher jersey on my wall, so I don't love the Green Bay Packers. I you, I give the credit talk, where credits do talk, due. You do talk pretty amorously about them sometimes. Well, I've watched them all my life. We play it's the Bears, okay. so okay I know them like just the as well. I'm just saying. I'm just this saying. coming from a guy who runs his mouth about Oklahoma every chance that he can. You all bring you guys bring Oklahoma up more than I do on this show. So if it, if bad. you had a chance, <laughs> if you had a chance to defend Sam Brantford as much as you could, you'd do it as well as you could. No, you'd do it as well. He's a terrible too. NFL quarterback, and I would so, never, I would never, and I have never said that Sam Bradford was better than Tim Tebow. In uh, that's in bullshit. His, I will call. I will. Re, I will. I will pull the clips from the, the previous episode. Tim Tebow was better than Sam Bradford's, hundred percent. Anyway, it's not that I don't like Brock Purdy. I just think that there's five better quarterbacks than him. I that's think fine. if you take I'm away by by what metric, you can't just say oh well by the players he's... on the field. Oh, okay. Okay. Who does he have on the field with him, Brandon? Who? Who? You tell me who. Jordan Love. Brock Purdy. A, well, he's got McCaffrey. Yep. And he's got Who had how many yards this year? He had a lot of yards, but he's running. He had a thousand yards rushing, and how many receiving did he have? He had more. He had more rushing yards than that, didn't he? He had at least a thousand yards rushing because he was an MVP candidate, and he probably had damn near a thousand uh, receiving. He had. He had four people that had a thousand yards on their team. Kittle had a thousand. Ayuk had a thousand. And Debo Samuel have a thousand. And who's throwing them the ball? Just, just curious. Purdy who's throwing the ball. Okay. Yeah, Purdy's throwing them the ball, and somebody's he's handing got, off the ball to deliver. McCaffrey. Somebody's got to deliver the ball to him, right? Correct. Who's calling the plays? Who's making those plays for him to throw the ball? McCaffrey at fourteen fifty nine this year. So Kyle Kyle Shanahan is the mastermind behind the offense, correct? So I mean, is the claim that Jordan Love doesn't have a good coach? And then he doesn't have good players around him. Is that the claim? Jordan Love has a great coach. Matt LaFleur. He also has Matt LaFleur has the youngest team in the NFL. So okay. he's got everybody to do. But who who did who did Matt LaFleur have? Who what what did they have on the on the on the field this year? Who did Jordan Love have the throw to? I mean, that guy Watson. That guy. Who, how many games did Watson play this year? I have no idea. Did Maybe they still have Randall didn't Cobb? Cobb? Randall Cobb? No. Nope. <laughs> they still have nope. Randall Cobb? No. Nope. Hey, let, let, me, let me ask you this. Not that this line of questioning isn't riveting. Yeah, you guys, you guys, you guys can yeah, yeah, see, see the comments that, that people are leaving. Um, but uh, uh, you said Kyle Shanahan was a mastermind. That was another well, shocker, but well, he's the offensive player that, and, and by the way, he's got to feel like shit because he's got two. He's got the comebacks that he lost the twenty-eight to three game where he calls the plays, and obviously he sucks because he's lost the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, th three times that he's been there. Well, he had the biggest comeback, and then he lost last time they played Kansas City, and then he lost this time. My advice to Mr. Shanahan, I'm sure that his father, who won two Super Bowls in Denver, <laughs> may have told him this, that before you get into the biggest game of the year, perhaps your life, against a team that beat you, you know, two years ago, 
you might want to read the rules to overtime. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I was sitting there going, okay, there are different overtime rules for the playoffs than there are the regular season because of that Casey Buffalo game a couple of years ago, right? Sure. So, and Romo, at fucking length, went over it. You know, you can't tell me the 49ers don't have somebody watching the TV. Okay? Anyhow. Right. So, why, and I know what Shanahan said, but I think it's bullshit. Why would you not, kind of like in college, if it everything's equal, why would you not want to take the ball, play defense first if you win the, the toss? Because even if you score a touchdown, the other team gets a, gets a shot. I didn't hear what Shanahan said. What did he say? Shanahan said that he took the ball first because if they went down and scored a touchdown and then Mahomes went down and scored a touchdown, kind of like the fourth quarter was going, that he would guarantee himself the ball last. Hmm. I didn't think that's why they did it. But I why think, do you think they did it? Well, I, I think that normal OT during the regular season, yeah, you win the toss, you take the ball. Because right. you can go right. down and score a touchdown, game over. <laughs> You know, um, well, 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 wait a second. I mean, let's, um, the only rationale that I thought that made some sense was that didn't the defense just spend a long time on the field prior? They did. So wouldn't you want to take the ball to give them a rest? I think Tony yeah, Romo at, even at, mentioned at, that. Yeah, but at that point, I mean, you're in the Super Bowl, man. At that, you got to dig deep. Hey, I'm. W- I mean, I'm with you. I'm just saying, you as know. a as a rationale, I guess your defense might be tired. I don't know. I think coaching on the San Francisco side of the ball lost that game for San Francisco. Could have, yeah. Yeah. So it could be construed that I'm saying that San Francisco lost rather than (laughs) KC winning. Yes. I mean, they, they went down and scored. I mean... I don't. I don't know. That was that was that was a tough one. They they did go down and score on that drive, the first drive. Yeah, they kicked a field goal. Moody got it through. Yeah, you know. But I just don't, I I don't understand. There are a couple things about the Super Bowl I, I I didn't understand. I didn't understand Shanahan. Yeah, doing that in OT. I was just like screaming at the TV. Like why why would you not? You know, did did somebody not tell him? He doesn't have somebody needed to get fired. You know, for not telling him fucking rules. You know what I'm saying? Because even at post game, the players are like, "We never discussed overtime." You know, <laughs> I mean, you know, even the the you know, I, I read it last week. Adam Schefter's tweet. They, dude, if that thing would have gone into double overtime, I was gonna light Twitter on fire. <laughs> you know, if that thing would have got. But even the guy from uh, CBS Sports was saying that you know, in a joking fashion, of course, that uh, that the NFL told him it was gonna go into double overtime, but. Um, yeah, somebody should have gotten fired for that. Um, but I, I, I still don't understand why the Niners were favored to win. I think you were right last week when you said like person for person, you saw that's where you saw the advantage. Well, also, but you, you got to bring in that it factor too. Yeah. That's what the Chiefs have is that it factor. They they got some swagger, and why you gonna piss them off? Yeah, you know, but they just went on the road to two very difficult places and won. They had you momentum. Know, you know, yep. 
why would you make those guys an underdog when on the flip side of that coin, San Francisco, you know, had two tough games at home? It was all written in the stars anyway. Okay. Oh, well, then I guess, yeah. I'm trying um, to lay off the script bullshit, you know. What was the score at the end of the first quarter? Uh, three zero three or something. Three is it? No, it was nothing. Nothing. Right. Okay. What was it at the end of the second quarter? Ten zero. Ten ten three. Ten three. Thirteen. I, I don't know. <gasps> Thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> what was it at halftime? Uh, well, that's the end of the second quarter, motherfucker. Yeah, ten three. You're right. Sorry. What was it at uh, third quarter? End of the end of the score. Thirteen. Thirteen. Oh. 13. <laughs> Whose favorite number is 13? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Did you see her chug a chug her wine? No. I want to know out there to All right, many, well, many wanna... people that are listening to us. If anybody thinks she's actually hot. Do you like know how hot, many hot. plays were on the final drive? 13? 13. 13 plays. That pass was the 13th play. Oh, it's written in the stars. Yeah. Next week on Nailed It with St. Joe. He's going to have Flat Earth fucking Dave on. With, hey, my listens will go up. With, yeah, with the, it'll be with, fine. The, with the birds aren't real people. It's all good. Hey, um, uh, do you know here. You know how many people? I'll, I'll give you a little tidbit here just to make you. you uh, this will be right up the two pennies alley. Do you know how many people think she's hot? Lots of people. Uh, she's the uh, number one selling, uh, most sought after uh, lookalike sex doll. <laughs> That's how many people think she's hot. <laughs> most what, requested. What's a sex doll? Uh, oh well, well, if you want to tune in, <laughs> well, Friday, hello. Like, hey, you will find out. <laughs> I have a I have a question for you guys. How important did you think the green law injury was? I don't think it was that important. Their best linebacker going down with an Achilles injury wasn't that important? No. The guy who, the important. guy who took his place got roasted. Yeah. The guy who took no. his place as a substitution. You need to step roasted. up. You're an NFL player. You're there for a reason. You could take any player on any team and you could point out one particular play and say, well, that guy got roasted on any play and make it into a team. That no, loses. I mean, like the actual statistics was like on 13 or 14 different plays. He got roasted. It wasn't just one. It was well, you could take any in. play out of the original year, Brandon, and say, well, that's the reason that it's there. No, uh, I can actually take the entire season of Jade or uh, is it Jake or Jade? Well, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you brought that question up because you wanted the uh, Damien wanted to talk about the defenses from uh our, I'm sorry, yeah, last year about uh our last last uh, week about the defenses on uh yeah. on who was who was the best defense of the yeah whose alarm's going off. Not mine. Uh, hold, hold that thought for a second because uh um 
we got exciting news from ancient city design oh boy oh boy yeah. <laughs> uh, rick and tony rosenbaum have a permanent booth at coconut barrel in st augustine featuring over 200 local vendors if you don't live in st augustine though find their stunning affordable pieces available for sale every day at agentcitydesigns.com with free shipping across the u.s though custom orders take about three weeks rick and tony keep you updated every step of the way returns or exchanges aren't an option but they're committed to nailing your vision this husband and wife duo can't wait to craft something special for you visit ancientcitydesigns.com or their booth at coconut barrel for local treasures in a special discount don't miss out discover the magic of ancient city designs today be sure to mention that saint joe beebs in the keb sent you okay sorry saint joe back to you um yeah, so he uh, he mentioned uh, uh, last week that there was a uh, uh, an argument about defense, which he was dead wrong, by the way, too. I, I do have to say, I um, was dead wrong. Oh, uh, oh no. one of our listeners, um, dead oh, yeah. wrong. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. About the defenses, I thought the defenses yeah played the good toughest defense throughout the playoffs has been the Kansas City defense. Yeah, they were good by far, and who they rolled through, and 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 they, the points that they allowed. And against them, by far, Kansas City had been the better defense. And I believe if I, I'd have to go back and look that he claimed that San Francisco was the better defense of the two and statistics pointed it out. And I just want to say that he was wrong. Well, by the by the game stat or by the Super Bowl stats, absolutely. Yeah. They, well, they had like, like allowed 13 points per he was game. Not, he was not wrong about the two defenses being good, though. They were. They both showed up and played at least for three quarters, and then the fourth quarter was kind of a no holds bar thing. But yeah. for the first three quarters, the defenses were the game. Well, the old adage though is, you know, anybody is number one depending on which stat you look at. Okay. You know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I mean, it depends on what we're looking at: total defense, defense against teams who give a fuck. You know, I mean, <laughs> right. yeah. I mean, it depends on what you're looking at. Um, there is breaking news out of Pittsburgh, though, that the Pittsburgh Steelers have lost their motherfucking mind and are talking to Ryan Tannehill. That's oh, I saw how, that. That that is the level of wow. play where we're at in Pittsburgh, and I guarantee you they'll get Ryan Tannehill and they could cut like half their fucking people and they'll still make the motherfucking playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Mike Tomlin. That is the, uh, that is the, the, you know, that's, that's what they do. Okay. So let, let's deal with this here for a second. So, <laughs> you know, uh, one score was 37 points. That started the argument. Did I, don't, did I, I don't miss remember. a show? I don't know. No, we were talking about what the score was going to predict, and I said like we're, they're going to score thirty-seven oh, points yeah, yeah, yeah. and I blah blah that. blah. And yeah, well, I was only what they scored twenty-five. You know, okay. or twenty-two. Well, in overtime. Yeah. Okay. Can but, we get back to talking about the Taylor Swift sex doll? No. 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 We're past that. All right. Here's my question <laughs> about about the Taylor Swift thing is. Okay. We saw her more than anybody else in the stands. Yeah. You know, I felt kind of bad for the other players who were actually at the Super Bowl who had family in the stands. They didn't get to see their, I mean, usually they pan through the wives, you know, that kind of stuff, but it was all Taylor Swift. Did they fly from Japan to be there? Oh, well, I mean, maybe. We don't know. <laughs> I mean, you, know. you saw, there were other stars there. You got to see Goldblum, you saw Bieber, you saw, um, 
We saw Asher. Leo. You saw... Not uh, as many times as we saw her, though. No, but there was there was also a bet on it. So, you know, with Vegas, you had to be there for the bet. So... There wasn't a bet on how many times how many times to see Bieber. There was a bet on if he was going to sing with Usher. Um, well, the two but, penny the two penny made the uh, the two penny makes the best point as he says uh, it's the NFL making money. He's absolutely correct. Absolutely that's, correct. That's hundred percent. Uh, so, so we have Usher to thank for Bieber, right? We do. Yeah. Fuck yeah. He guy. found him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there was a lot of people upset that Bieber didn't sing with them. Um, there were a couple prop bets uh, that if if Ludacris was going to come out or Little John, um, I, Alicia Keys was a leak that that she would people knew she was going to come out. I don't think people would have guessed that her was going to come out and play on a guitar. I don't think a lot of people knew that that was actually her. Is that who that was? Yeah, but, but she's people knew her? her from Nationwide, the Nationwide commercial. That one, the one of the girls at the she goes, can That's play the, girl she from can the, play the guitar, though. She oh, can yeah. play the guitar. Um, how about the chick that fell off the stage? Uh, the roller skating <laughs> chick that's hilarious. Yeah, did you see that one? And then the guy getting launched into the air. Yeah, did you see that yeah. one? Yeah, that was pretty yeah. good. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. at the halftime show, I don't yeah. know, it was okay. It was all right, it was okay. I wasn't all right. This will start some shit. Oh boy, okay, okay. you ready? <laughs> I wasn't going to bring this up, but you guys are talking about a halftime show. Um, so there was, how can I put this to where I don't get shit, but you guys get shit. You can't. Um, We're going to turn around on you no matter what. Are, are you? Yep. Um, l- l- let me ask you this. Did you guys oh, well, that's have... a good fact. I didn't know that. I like that. Okay. Her also sang the National Anthem NFL games when she was 11. Okay. I had yeah. no idea. You know, um, did you guys uh, on Twitter, there was a contingent of people that had a problem with singing lift every voice and sing. Absolutely. They shouldn't do it. There's one national anthem. We don't need to. (laughs) One nation under God. That's it. Period. Call it a national anthem. Then why are we singing America the Beautiful? It's not a national anthem either. No, it's a it's a complimentary song. Okay, so that why can't word? lift every voice and sing be a complimentary song? No, no. One nation under God, period. That's it. Done. All 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 uh, retorts can go to Keb Libs. I'll ask you, I'll ask you this. There was a time frame where I asked whether they even needed to be playing the national anthem at some of these games. I mean Oh boy. But I didn't want to say that. I mean, like, it's not required that they sing the national anthem at these all games. Right. I'll pose this Saint Joe. Yep. Okay. So let's just say you're in Madison Square Garden. Yep. All right. Okay. And ain't no number one commenter. Ain't no one calling it an anthem. Okay. We're not calling America the Beautiful an anthem or either. Okay. So let's just say you're in Madison Square Garden. You're going to see a New York Rangers game. Yep. Okay. And they're playing the Toronto Maple Leafs and they play the Canadian national anthem on U.S. soil. You got a problem with that? No, because it's hockey, and it's a tradition. <laughs> well, I mean, Canada Canada does host a number of NHL teams. That's yep. my reasoning, I guess. They but. do the same thing when they at the Raptors. When they host the Toronto Raptors, they do the same thing, and they play the Canadian national anthem. But Which it's is really funny, Canadian... because on the Raptors, there are absolutely zero Canadians on that team. 
But that's just, the whole point. It's it's they play the Canadian national anthem. They don't play the Canadian God lift their voices because they have two freaking. My you point know. is, if you're getting all bent out of shape about one song being played, you can't have it both ways. So if you're getting all bent out of shape after Lift Every Voice and Sing is being played, or saying you can't get bent out of shape with America the Beautiful, that's not, that's not an anthem either. You know, the Star Spangled really Banner that, is the national anthem. So if you go to Vancouver, then they should play Mecca Lecca High, Mecca Heine Hall, because there's Muslims all over the place there. So all right. if well, that's the place, then then it, that should be it. I didn't want to get into this, but I'm going there. Islam's a religion. <laughs> I'm, I'm going there. Here. For Let the me ask you a question the, to any of the commenters or you two and see who gets this right. And see who gets this right. And and the last comment on there, no, no one's saying that either. Oh, you know, we're, we're just we saying go. that 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 you know, American the America the Beautiful isn't an anthem either. What is the national language of the United States? Jeez, oh, English. Beeves, do you have an answer? I mean, I'm just dumbfounded by the question. I mean, like, of course it's English. So. English is the most spoken, but the comment, the last commenter is right. There is no, isn't one. There oh, okay. isn't an official language to the United States. Okay. I'll take that. Sure. Okay. Well, there Carry should on. be. There well, should be. Well, there should be a lot of things, you know, and fucking, you know, Taylor Swift shouldn't have to wear a shirt. Just, you know? just as I mean, an aside. Islam is a religion. It's not a national anthem. <laughs> just, just wanted to point that out. <laughs> well, whatever. I don't give a. I don't give a shit. Well, okay. Um, okay. you know what? You know, I'm gonna send a DM to the guys at FDR, and I'm like, oh you, my guys, you guys need to get into this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I just think it's ridiculous. I think that it was. It was. There was a lot of people. Stephen A. Uh, um, Oh God, we can't put that comment. Yeah, that, um, all right. we, it's, get, it's getting a little. It's getting a little. Uh, the, the the comments. We um, are... we um, uh, there was Stephen A. Smith had a comment about this, and he was talking about it, and it's like um, um, I don't know. It's just it, it just needs to be one. It's 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 a whole political statement. I get it. It's fine, but whatever. It's 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 fine. It is what it is. It's it, we're it's we're going to be there, and it's going to be fine, and and. Uh, it's like going to a soccer game. They play God Save the Queen. At, uh, at British soccer games? It, it, okay, number one, it's called God Save the King now. Yeah. yeah. Okay, because the Queen's dead. So there's no Did they really God... change the name? Yeah. They, cha- they, they change it. Yeah, it's God save, it's, it was God Save the King before Queen Elizabeth, then it was God Save the Queen, and then now it's God Save the King again. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, and it's all go. My Country Tis of Thee, which isn't an anthem. Okay, well. But people yeah. sing it. That's fair. You know? Yeah. You know, I'm uh, just saying that if you have enough time to pitch about <laughs> what is sung <laughs> at the Super Bowl, then you need to get a motherfucking life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's a plenty of other things to bitch about, like what Taylor Swift is wearing. You know, whether yeah. Kel- uh, Travis Kelsey says he loves her. You know, I mean, you, you know, I mean, we could talk about this and Biebs, I'm sorry, but we, I mean, you know, do you think that she allows Kelsey to go down on her? Oh, I mean, geez. you know, I mean, we, we could go all fucking night. I mean, that, that's great. That, that takes. I apologize. I, I, I preempted that 
You shouldn't. Know. Why should you apologize? I mean, you know, everybody wants to talk about it. I mean, I think they should leave them alone. I, let, them, let them live their life. <laughs> That's all right. Let them live their life. I, I mean, totally. I, look, I totally agree with that. You should let them live their life. It's For me, when you brought up the anthem, I still, like I said, I'm not 100% sure that the anthem has to be played at these games. I really am not sure that, I mean, I'm, that's where I'm at. So I think, um, I think it kind of relates to the anthem that I think the, the proper way that you know that you're doing it right is if you go down there long enough and you sing the anthem, I think that's the proper time to come back up, isn't it? <laughs> maybe. You're supposed maybe, to hum it. Just Aren't you maybe, supposed to hum it when you're doing it? Maybe you should lift every voice and sing. <laughs> You just better hope the Rockets' red glare is not going on. Wow. What else? <laughs> okay. Whoa. Bob's, you open you open that door. Bob's Kevin. bursting in air. You wow. open that door, Kim. Now can yeah, you? Yeah, I know. Uh, well, yeah, I can. I got Thank exciting you. news from Ancient City Designs. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, um, did you guys, by any chance, flip around the stations um, and watch any of the Super Bowl on like Nickelodeon or any uh, anything like that? No, but I heard it was awesome. It was. Um, so I watched one little comment, and they said two. There's either two things need to happen. The guy that did it either needs to be promoted and and do it every time, or he needs to be fired because it was either either you loved it. Or you just absolutely hated it. Um, I've seen a couple of clips of it, and I thought it was—I thought parts of it were good. I don't know about Dora popping up and explaining what a false start was, what holding is. Now, do like you that. do you guys know Saint Joe? Out of the three of us, I mean, I know because I, I know everything. Um, but Brand uh, Beebs, do you know where the green slime comes from? From why that's a Nickelodeon thing. Yeah, I watched the show. Uh, yeah. What's the name of that show? Uh, yeah. You can't do that say, on television. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, well, you said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't give them the fucking answer. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, I mean, I, dude. Was that the show with I his know, name I Mark know with most Mark, things, uh, you're premature, but give yeah. me a fucking Ooh. break. It was. It, that, that was the show oh, yeah. with the guy, Mark. What's his name? Mark um, on Nickelodeon, right? Yep. Mark who? Uh, I can't the name of the host. The name of the host Summers was double there. That's what I was talking. Double yeah, Dares. Mark, Mark Summers was double. Yeah. No, the name of the show the, is you can't do that on television. That's what. Who was the most famous from. person on? You can't do that on television. Oh, Atlantis Morissette. Don't bring that's him right. here. That's dude, right. Not, dude, I grew up watching Nickelodeon. You can't yeah. do that on television. Fucking pinwheel. Yeah. You know all that bullshit. I could sing the pinwheel song. What was her name? Who? Atlantis Morissette. What uh, was her name on the show? Ironic. I don't know. You don't know her name on I remember the show? Christina, the big-haired chick. Her name was Moose. Oh, that's oh. right. Yeah. So you don't Thanks. know everything. Well, I know everything that's worth knowing. <laughs> he found something you didn't know, Geb. Yeah, I know everything that's worth knowing. Well, there you go. Yeah. I, I can guarantee you the next time guest host spots come around, what St. Joe's Topper's going to be, though. Yeah, I love that show. That show was great. <laughs> Uh, and and what was the name of the uh, the show? That, oh well, yeah, you said the Double Dare. Yeah, you said that. That was a great you show. You know, too. he's got like uh, big time OCD. 
Yeah. 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 I remember yeah. watching the documentary on him. Like he's like on his hands and knees, making sure all of the pieces of his rug are arranged correctly. Yeah, all the tassels. Yeah. All the right. tassels lucky to be, he's yeah. lucky to be I watched alive. The same documentary. He got a, he got a major was. car wreck and was, he's lucky to be alive. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That guy. That guy's that was a good show, though. Yeah. That's great. That was a great show. I wonder if you can. Uh, I wonder if you could find old episodes of that and stream it because that's a fun one to watch. There was kid. a show uh, on. Was I think it started on ESPN or not ESPN, but uh, Nickelodeon called uh, Guts. Did you guys ever watch that show? Uh-uh. Global Guts. Hmm. No. Uh-uh. Hmm. You would have liked it. Kids, pl- kids playing extreme sports to win prizes. So it's like the kid version of like Fear Factor. It was a kid's version of like. American gladiators without the gladiators, I guess. Uh, I thought that Which was one is that? Ninja Warrior. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Okay. No. Okay. American no. Ninja Warrior would be a lot fun if they put shit in the water. Like sharks? They fall in. Yeah. Sharks, <laughs> alligators, alligators <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking water moccasins. Yeah. yeah, that shit would be like, like, you know, turn American Ninja Warrior into like the real life running man, you know? Yeah. You know, yeah. where, where you know, if you don't survive and win a million dollars, you die, you know, and just put like convicts in there, you know, <laughs> and you get this fat grease ball. Hey, you got to fucking hang on and fucking just watch them get taken out by a bunch of water moccasins. It'd be great. That was a great movie. So, um, we got anything more sports related or is that the end of it? I mean, I got plenty of sports related. Guess what happens tomorrow, f- fellas? Oh God. Pitchers and catchers. Pitchers and catchers, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the football season was a, was a was a great a great commercial, you know. Yeah, great commercial. Okay, so let's let's talk about that. What was okay, your favorite? Like, hang commercial? on, we got a question. We got a question here. Without looking, anyone know who are the two worst and two best teams in the NBA? Last place or first place from each conference? Well, I'm pretty sure I can tell you East, the West. Well, the East is either it's Boston. The, is it Boston? I know mm-hmm. the Timberwolves are up there too. It's right? Boston and the Clippers. Okay, who's the worst? Um, the worst in the two in the worst in the East. Um, it's going to be like Charlotte. You know who it's not? It's not the Magic. They're like middle of the pack. They're right. like twenty eight and twenty four. I want to say Charlotte. It's not but the Bucks. On in the West, I don't really know. Okay. Yeah, it's not them. Although they haven't been a slide since the Herod Doc. So. In the West, maybe I don't know who the last place team is. Utah, maybe the Jazz. That new Boston and Minnesota. New. It was yeah. Boston, Minnesota. I thought, Boston, I thought Minnesota. the Clippers were the number one in the West, but I guess I was wrong. Oh yeah. So, I'm, I'm not. I'm in the college right now. I'm not in the pros more. I'm getting ready for March Madness coming up. Um, last place in the Western Conference. I have no idea. I think uh, San Detroit and San Antonio. Oh, mm. we should. Yeah, the Detroit should have. We should have known that one because they they won't they win what twenty seven games without a win, <laughs> right? Right. Wow, that's horrible. Uh, all right. Well, here's a question, real quick. Um, who right now? While we're talking about the NBA, and and uh, I, I I don't really care about the NBA. I have Shaquille O'Neal. I haven't cared about the NBA since Shaq played. He's um, getting his he's getting his number retired tonight. Is he for real? From Orlando, first, the first from Orlando, Orlando, oh, yeah, first that's Orlando right, yeah. Magic number to get retired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, who do you think is the best player in the NBA right now? Mm, that's a good question. Um, 
Because you could, I think you could make an argument for like five guys. Jokic. Yeah. He's <laughs> always the best. Sorry. Um, you could make the ar- argument for Atenda Compo because he's been yeah. playing yeah. pretty good. Yeah. He's pretty Carl, good. Carl but... Anthony Towns has been playing pretty good too recently. Although Damian Lillard, since he's come to the box, has been pretty good. He's been good. I do, but I do think it's the Joker because he's the best player. Like the reason he's the best player is because without him, the Nuggets wouldn't be. Luca. Yeah, Luca Doncic is pretty. He's having a good season too. So we're past the Giannis game. Uh, no, I think Giannis is the number two player right now. I think he's yeah. just behind Jokic, and he I has remember like three years, years ago. No one, no one could say another fucking player. No, you didn't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's because a couple years ago he was he was yeah. the standard. Yeah. So nobody um, likes James Harden anymore. No, no. <laughs> He's a joker. Nobody likes LeBron. Nobody likes. No. LeBron's past it. Yeah, way past it. I mean, he's still good. I'm not saying he's not good, but he's hanging out so he can play with his son. Right. His days of where oh, I'm going to take a team to the NBA Finals might be over. Yeah. So. Somebody else yeah. on that team is going to have to drag him through the playoffs because I don't think he's going to do it. No, you know no. you might see Golden State make a run. Like yeah, they're not. Curry. They're not. Curry. They're not good right now. But Curry, he scores so many. He can score points fast, and that could drag you through a series. But right now, they're not very good. No. No. Um. So, so who do you think is going to win the NBA championship? I think. Wow, that's a crazy it. one. I guarantee you, once baseball season starts, we're not going to talk about the NBA anymore. I don't think it's going to be the Nuggets. I no? think the I think the Nuggets could win it again. Absolutely, I do. There's three three or four teams that could win it actually right now. I think the Clippers are good. Minnesota's good, but they never seem to be able to play in the playoffs. But I think Boston, the Clippers are playing Minnesota tonight. But Boston is good. Boston's really good. So I think they could win it. I think Celtics. Boston's, I think Boston's Celtics are good. Bat. Celtics think, are pretty good. I think the two pennies bringing the heat tonight. That's what he's yeah. doing. Yeah. Celtics so. are pretty good. Well, before I forget, because I didn't have one last week, we got a stupid sport of the week. But wait, what, really... wait, what about the commercials? What was your favorite commercial uh, okay. of the Super Bowl? Right. Well, we're talking about the NBA now. Well, so then you... we're past the motherfucking no. Super Bowl. No. Okay. Okay. Um, I thought. My favorite commercial was the Christopher Walken. Okay, the walking yeah. with Walken. Yeah, that that was my favorite commercial. <laughs> um, it was a good one. Yeah, I, I my least favorite commercial was how many motherfucking Timu ads do we fucking need? Oh yeah. Oh wow. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought the Schwarzenegger State Farm commercial was, was funny. Okay. Um, and I, I I thought that the uh, the Ben Affleck. Dunkin' yeah. Donuts yeah, commercial. Dunkin oh, Donuts that's the one I was going to say. Yeah. I think hands down that was the best commercial of the Super Bowl. The return of the Budweiser horses was cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, it was okay. And Budweiser field. needed something to yeah come back. But I think by far the and it, and and that wasn't the only commercial for Dunkin'. There's more like online. Yeah. There's continuation ones, but I think I think hands down that was probably the winning commercial. You know what else was cool was the return, and I know people will laugh at this, but the return of the cool Coors Light train, that was a... Yeah, the silver um, bullet. The silver bullet train was, um, that was yeah. kind of nice to see. I think that was a good harken back for them. I mean, no, it doesn't matter what you feel about Bud Light. That was a smart move, I think, on them. 
for that's them. And I, yeah. I was surprised Jesus had a little bit of money. Oh, that's Coors Light. It's not Bud Light, dude. Okay, with the <laughs> Jesus commercials. Okay, so the no, first don't one, bring it up. Please don't bring it up. Okay, so please the first do not bring one, it up. You know the the second one. I'm like. I look over and I'm like, if this is another fucking Jesus commercial, <laughs> you know, and, and I mean, these commercials are a million dollars minimum. Oh, right. 30 play, million was, uh, I think it was the 30 second one was like 7 million, I think. Yeah. So these, Oh Jesus, fun, this is these, a great comment. Let's put that up there. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> So you've got these commercials where a Catholic priest is washing the feet of another guy that Catholic priests typically don't get along with for some odd reason. Well, they're, they're just people. In my no. Opinion. And okay. that was the All purpose right. of the, uh, the commercial. Um, You can't say that the church doesn't have money because it just paid how much you say seven million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. He gets us campaign is not run by a church. Okay, well it's run by some sort of religious religious organization. Yes. Have you ever looked it up? Uh, well, it's not. It's not. Uh, I'll tell you who's not backing it. The fucking Westboro Baptist Church isn't backing it. <laughs> you know, you cannot. T- I cannot tell you the number of arguments uh, evangelical Christians are having about those commercials. It's uh, it's absurd. So I was just kind of. I'm. It's interesting that you brought it up. How the number of podcasts and Facebook posts about those commercials, I just kind of laughed at. But. Why? Why are they having arguments about it? Oh, they're they're like, well, Jesus would never have actually condoned this, or that's too tolerant. I'm like, too tolerant. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm done. I'm with that conversation. So, it politicized religion in a way that I don't think the commercial was intending. So, let's just put it that way. Spreading the word, getting them out there. Sure, that's a. I mean, that yeah, was kind of the point, that- wasn't it? I mean, that was the point of the commercial, wasn't it? Sure. It wasn't to spark a debate about whether you thought <laughs> whether you thought it was the right thing, you know, whether it was theologically sound or something. It was more more of a it was more of hey, we should serve each other and we should go and help people. That was kind of the idea I thought of the commercial, but there's large yeah. stark controversies <laughs> about it. I was just yeah. I was a little shocked by. So a big day coming up. They were celebrating a big day. Right. Yeah. What what big day? Tomorrow. Holy Thursday. What? Yeah. Holy Thursday. Yeah. And it's Ash Wednesday tomorrow. Didn't you know? Yeah. That? It's motherfucking Valentine's Day tomorrow. And Ash and Wednesday. And it's Ash Wednesday tomorrow too. Which will be an interesting mixture of things. That's right. Yeah. And you it's... know what? Uh uh if you're watching us on YouTube or you're listening to us on Wednesday, um, you should click over after this and, and listen to the uh the uh, stupid history minute. And see what what's in store because this is the first anonymous <laughs> episode. Oh boy! Oh boy! Here we go. The title are, <laughs> uh, title is a bunch of question marks. Yeah. Oh boy! So I, I, you know, now that we talked about the commercials, I do have a, a feel good thing to talk about. 
Oh. Is it the Jesus commercial? No. No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, if you guys want to have a debate about the Jesus commercial, well, we probably are no, all on I, the same I, page I, on I that do, one. The, but... the commenter, though, has a point where, uh, because of the Jesus commercial, Sage, I brought up the Bible, and... Um, <laughs> And uh, on the Bible, it said he rested on the seventh day, and the Sabbath is Sunday, and everybody thinks that's Sunday, but the seventh day is actually Saturday because the first day of the fucking week is Sunday. Okay. That's right. Glad we could do that. I'm just saying, but I digress. So here's a feel-good story for you guys. <laughs> it didn't happen last week, but it, it was on my timeline last week, so I thought I would share it. But one year before the last Summer Olympics, and the next Summer Olympics is this year, right? Uh, St. Joe, you're going, right? Correct. You're going to go see our favorite person, you know, on in the trampoline. Dong, dong. Um, anyway, so one year before the Olympics, I a weightlifter. Weight <laughs> How about the dong, dong? <laughs> I think Taylor Swift is going to be there. <laughs> Keep going. I can't finish now. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. One year before the Olympics, a man named Matthias Steiner, who is a weightlifter in the heavyweight weightlifting uh, sport uh, in the Olympics, lost his wife in a tragic car accident. Before she passed away, he promised that he promised her that he would win a gold medal in her honor. In the final, in the actual final of the weightlifting competition, he fouled you guys are killing me he actually fouled on the winning lift which means he had one more opportunity to win and the uh and his opponent actually was able to lift the weight that he was not able to so on his last lift he added uh i think you're allowed to add a couple kilograms i, I don't know exactly how they add weight on the weightlifting but he added a couple kilograms on and he was able to lift the weight and watching his celebration afterwards because he's, you know, just watching the celebration in the Olympics, especially after someone wins. But because of how heavy the moment was, it was just a very special thing to watch for him to win the Olympic gold medal after he had lost his wife that year before the Olympics. So there you go, Matthias Steiner. Thank you for sharing that with the world. That is, yeah, that's a good story. I do want to, you brought up the Olympics, and I do want to mention to a commenter that one of the, we don't take much seriously on this program. Uh, one thing we do seriously is you do not desecrate the name of our favorite <laughs> trampoliner. It's Dong Dong. Fucking put some respect on his motherfucking name. He's from China. It's, it, it's Dong Dong. <laughs> St. Joe loves the dong dong. That's right. That's right. I love the dong dong. St. Joe, did you have any drama this week? Um, no, my, my, my prop bet didn't, didn't happen that the proposal, um, although they were very smitten with each other on the field. Um, it didn't happen. I thought for sure. <laughs> I thought for sure that um, you know Travis was going to uh, propose at the end of the game there if they won, but um, no, the it's last, coming. It's coming. He did not. I think she's going to break up with them now. 
No. So she can sing about it? Well, that, no. and then, I mean, you know, the season's over. You know, now Travis is going to follow her around the world like a fucking puppy dog, you know, going to all of her shows because she went to all of his games and they're just going to get tired of each other. And then, you know, she's going to come out with a, uh, you know, sure. What, an album. Uh, what's your, speaking about, you know, nothing else going on now, what, what, what about this whole USFL shit? Uh, well, the U- U- USFL merged with the XFL. It's called the UFL now. Okay. What about this thing that's coming on? What okay. about this? Uh, I, I don't know. The, the, the Rocks the, League. Yeah. yeah. Well, you think it's going to be worth anything? You think it's Let me be ask good? you this. In his life, what has The Rock failed at? Football. He made, I mean, played at a major university. Well, for a little bit, yeah. But I mean, you're, you know, you're right. I mean, he's done well at a lot of things, but you know, I mean, it's arguably the on the Mount Rushmore of wrestlers. wrestling. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. He's a you know above average actor. You know, been in some yeah, you know, I mean, cool action movies. You yeah, know what I'm saying so. Why not give him the benefit of the doubt that he can make a spring football league relevant? I'm, he was just curious. I mean, he was also, you know, the voiceover for Maui in one of the most important Disney films ever made. And he's going to be the live action too. Mm-hmm. That that is matter of that. You're speaking your opinion as fact again. You okay, <laughs> Moana. <Okay>. Moana <laughs> is not an important Disney movie. Okay. Okay. All right. I haven't he's seen not... Moana, but I have seen Moana. There's the one. Whatever. <laughs> And it's nowhere near as good as Aladdin. Nowhere near as good as the most important Disney movie ever, not named the Star Wars movie. You know? What? Okay, now you're talking about... What did you think about the Daredevil uh, trailer? You were all hyped up about it. Deadpool? Yes, I'm sorry. I liked it. In fact, I'm looking forward to the movie now. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... I thought it was bullshit on there that you had to go to like, you know, see the Somewhere full else. trailer at, you know, yeah. the, the website. But after the game, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm sitting back, you know, finishing my beer and, and, and kicking on the YouTube. And, and that lo and behold, I, I, I thought it was good. I thought, I think it's, I think if you haven't watched Loki, you're not going to understand it because can, it has, it true. has, has him going into the TVA. So if you haven't seen Loki, which is an above average Marvel show on Disney plus, uh, you're 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 not gonna get it. Yeah, you're right. be like, so, what the fuck is the TVA? So since we're a sports podcast, yeah. Um, what is the stupid sport of the week? Well, okay, so somebody <laughs> somebody um they they forwarded this to me. Okay, and I don't think it's a stupid sport. Okay, and St. Joe's gonna get a kick out of this because this is straight out in the eighties. Okay? Nice, but. I have a friend named Eric who actually participates in this sport around the corner from here. Is it and roller actually, derby? Yeah, it's roller derby. And I've actually gone and watched, and it's actually kind of fun. But, oh, yeah. But the stupid sport of the week is roller derby, often brushed off as a relic of the past, has a vibrant, vibrant history and thriving modern revival. Originated in the 1930s as a form of endurance skating, Roller Derby, um, which Usher is probably pretty good at, 
yeah. gained popularity in the 1970s with just theatrical punk-inspired aesthetic. After a decline in the 1980s, roller derby experienced a resurgence in the early 2000s fueled by grassroots organization in a DIY spirit. Modern roller derby emphasizes athleticism, strategy, and inclusivity with diverse leagues and teams worldwide. It's a blend of speed, skill, and spectacle continues to attract a dedicated fan base, proving that roller derby is far from outdated and is, in fact, thriving in the present day. That's roller derby. Y'all if you've never seen it that? live, it's pretty good live. Yeah, on on TV it was on TV at times. You you could watch. I can't remember what channel. Maybe TNT. I remember watching it as a kid, thinking, "Wow, this is insane." Well, now they don't. You remember, like in the eighties or whatever, they would play it with like the ramp. You yeah. Know, they, okay. Yeah. They don't. They they just do it like on a regular rink now. Yeah. You know, like a flat rink. Yeah, because yeah. they do it down here at Quarry Road, which is off of San Jose Boulevard. It's a major thoroughfare here in Jacksonville. Yes. And um, and um, is it, it, growing up, it's called Skate Road Thirteen, but right. now it's called like Skate and Space or some shit like that. And uh, but you, you go down there; it's free to get in. They allow you to bring like a cooler beer in with you. You know, the fucking people who are skating are chugging beers. Yeah, you know, which that's is, awesome. Which is awesome. You know, and they're all tatted up. You know, they talk about inclusivity. I mean, there's co-ed teams and you got like fucking guys just trashing women, you know, totally illegal, you know, and um, and they <laughs> so, like they like slingshot people to the front. Uh, now, if you're trying to follow along on how they score, no one really knows, including the people who are fucking skating. They, they don't know how you score. So at the beginning of the ceremony, do they sing? Two national anthems. They, ha- they actually have four. So what they do is they sing, lift every voice and sing, and then they sing America the Beautiful. But, but between that and the Star Spangled Banner, they actually play Basket Case by Green Day. Okay, perfect. <laughs> you know? perfect. Uh, so I, um, that. Has anybody, did any of you, either of you keep tabs on the waste management open? Um, yeah, that thing's gone off the fucking rails. Yeah. So they had to suspend beer sales <laughs> at the end of, wow, I think it was the third round because people were doing snow angels in the bunkers. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. Okay. So I think that the waste management open is it's a very aptly it's a titled. Yeah. You know, because yeah. this motherfucker is a dumpster fire. Okay. <laughs> and, we were talking about this, uh, me and the soon-to-be world-famous wife, because, you know, we got the players coming up here. And, and yeah, she's like, well, never be like why, why don't they do that at 17? I was like, because the people at the players respect the tournament. You know, I yeah, mean, absolutely. here they, they respect the tournament. You're not going to see that shit. Like, could you imagine fucking hole 16 at, at Augusta, that par three, <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it, when, when, when fucking Tiger fucking drains that fucking chip from off the green that he did that one time, and then the fucking place goes ape shit, and they start throwing, like, pimento cheese sandwiches on the fucking green and shit, yeah. or whatever yeah. they do, whatever they do there. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it, the waste. Th- Sorry, it's the Phoenix Open. It's absolutely, that's absolutely correct. The two-penny podcast just fit, just, you okay. know, he just... Call the South. He's absolutely right. It's the Phoenix okay. Open. Okay, but it's sponsored by Waste Management, yes? Yeah. 
I just call yes. it the waste management open. Because okay. that's, you know, anyway. Well, those motherfuckers out there. And then, like, Hole 16, <laughs> it was cool. Like, when, when, when they brought that robot out, you know, yeah. and the robot yeah. made a yeah. hole in one. Yeah. You know, it was cool. The only cool thing that I thought, you know, because the, you know, in Augusta, they call them the patrons here. They call them, you know, fucking pot of eater people. You know, there they call them fucking idiots. Um, the only cool thing is one of those guys called out fucking, um, fucking Zach. Uh, yeah. Um, well, what's his fucking Johnson. last name? Uh, yeah, Zach Johnson. They called him out for being an asshole and called him an asshole and, because he is. You, you know, I mean. And then he showed him. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, so yeah, it was. I, fun. I, I, I love was... to see the crowd, though. Like at one time, there must have been twenty people that were dressed up like Canadian Mounties, and and you know, there's it's just they're all sitting there in the row. Oh, it, there's... if you're going to people watch, oh, it's yeah, insane. That's, that's probably the place to be if you're if you're into people watching and don't care much about golf. Yeah, that's probably the place to be. Like I yeah, used to. And... Uh, I used to bitch about the players that you go there and no one watches the fucking, the golf is almost secondary, you know, to the, yeah. to the party. You know, I used to, yeah. I will never bitch about the players again. You well, know, you gotta, because, you gotta because... see this on TikTok. They had a, they had a thing where you collect all the cups and you make this giant line of, un, uh, you know, all the empty cups. They had this line that must've been 500 feet long. People were holding it up, you know, doing this from the, front of the front of the crowd to the back and they're doing it people doing baseball all the time too in the stadiums and they had this whole thing and there's a there's you have to look this up because it's hilarious people are taking the cup snake that's exactly yeah. what it was and they have the they, there's there's people throwing other parts of things and you see people just getting drilled in the head with <laughs> other people throwing cups at them and they're like boom yeah. boom boom and they're it's hilarious on tiktok to see it it was it, the thing the thing was giant it was it was awesome it was hilarious and it just drunk people on top of drunk people and uh yeah there was so, and then somebody had a football they were throwing to people and, and yeah. i forget who it was he, he actually punted it pretty good and back up to the guy it was it was it was it's a spectacle for sure does anybody um, actually know who won the fucking golf tournament? I have no idea. Uh, our our, our no golf clue. correspondent. <laughs> and I, mean, and right I like. Here. I mean, and I usually check in on that tournament, but yeah. this year was just so crazy that. I know I it was wasn't like, Scotty Scheffler. I think he's still probably number one. That's but he a has good to... bet. Like, who won? If you don't know, just say Scheffler. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he's, well, he's I'm bad. sure the two penny could help us out. He's uh, he's gotta have. Um, uh, there was a stat they showed. Which I think was Nick, uh, Nick, Taylor. Nick Taylor was leading for a long time. You, you know but, what, you, you know, Saint Joe? Go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There was a know. stat they showed, which I thought was phenomenal, that in order for Scotty Scheffler to beat to stay in to beat Tiger's ranking of holding like the number one slot for whatever, he he'd have to be there to like 2037. <laughs> right. Like, it was, it was some crazy right. stat. Well, uh, in uh, in uh, Riviera this week. Uh, I believe I saw Tiger playing practice round. Yes, right. That's right. He's prepping yeah. for his first tournament yeah. of the year, right? He's gonna play one a month, and this right. is yeah. gonna. This is February, and then next month will be the players, and then the Masters, and so. Well, on. and then Bay Hill. That means I got to get a ticket to go go to the players. Bay Hill comes hey, up. You right could volunteer. Mm -hmm. yeah. I could. yeah, you could. Well, no, it's it's closed now. It's closed now. I I yeah. think I'd I'd be okay just settling for a, a regular general admission yeah. ticket. Yeah. yeah. 
the Genesis, uh, Genesis. Open. That's what it's called. It's at Riviera. Though. At Riviera, yeah. Uh, one thing I do want to talk about real quick because there's some local flair to it. And just to piss off one of our commenters, the Daytona 500 is this weekend. Yes, and it is. That is that is the Super Bowl of of uh, of NASCAR racing. And um, do you guys have a favorite driver? Um, uh, Dale Earnhardt. Uh, he died in like oh, 2001. Damn. I guess who he's not going to win. Is this year? Is that what you asked? What? Did you ask who the favorite is this year? No, I asked. Do you have a favorite driver? Oh. Um. No. Don't I haven't it. followed it for years. Uh, just because his team is owned by Denny Hamlin and Michael Jordan. I like Bubba Wallace. You know, sooner or later, that dude's going to win something. Lift every voice. Yeah. You have deep-seated issues. I do. That you, you need to get, you, you should get that looked at. I, yeah. I, I think there's a couple podcasts at unfpod.com that can help you out. You know, <laughs> first off, you need to check out Hypno Wellness. And she can <laughs> hypnotize your shit. So you stop saying, you know, shit like that. Okay. <laughs> then then on Thursdays, you need to find your motherfucking way. You know? Actually he did. He'll be on he's on my <laughs> show. Yeah. 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 So what's going on on finding your way on the? Uh, oh, we're we're talking about, we're talking about Lent. We're talking right. about. Uh, you're not going to talk Ash about Lindsay? the Jesus commercials at Super Bowl. That may come up next week. I don't know. It may come up next week because I got to tell you, I had a lot of people. I was like, "Come on, folks, don't you get the point of the commercial? No, we're going to have this huge theological debate about what it should have been and why it wasn't right and blah 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 blah." And I'm like, they were just trying to get people. Anyway notice so i don't think they really were too worried about whether it was theologically sound or not so but I anyhow I, I i do want to announce because by the time this comes out and we'll have an announcement tomorrow but we'll be the first uh that we have a new member of unfiltered studios podcast Woo-hoo! Um, that ring the bell ha- hasn't ha- yeah i mean it's gonna be it's gonna this is the official announcement and it'll be on twitter and social media tomorrow uh but uh a program called matt and friends drink the universe which is <laughs> a great name a great name if you're into craft brew and you're into uh i mean they they record live on location from yeah. craft it's a good pod you know it, 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 i i i thought it was really interesting but i mean if you're not into craft brew you'd probably be like what the fuck are they talking about but um but it is a very 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 good program we're very excited to have him board uh here at uh at unfiltered studios um yeah. and you should check out all the other podcasts over at unfpod.com yeah, you find these two gentlemen you find some history i mean if self-help is what you're fucking into you know, got a lot of it, dude. We got it. You know, and uh, um, we did uh, since last week too. Twelfth Street Talkback has joined us, right? Yeah, 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 and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Welcome, she's yeah, fabulous. Welcome, yes. Victoria. You know, over there. And if you need a, a pick me up in the morning, and and, and Beeves isn't available, you know, she's available three times a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of multiple uh, multiple podcast uh, weekly. Well, yeah, now we got, I mean, two, um, dare I say, faith-based. 
yeah. um, podcasts. Um, you know, to you know, you know what we're still looking for. If you're out there and listening, true right, crime. Seriously, you know, we need a true crime. There's only eight hundred thousand of them. Well, you think we would be able to get one? I'm going to tell you this: if we don't, if we do not have a true crime podcast by June first. I'm going to start a podcast called Serial Killers. Are they really that bad? <laughs> That's right. You know, That's right. It, you know, or the serial killer minute. <laughs> Something. It should be called, it should be called the euthanasia, <laughs> the euthanasia serial killer. And with... we're not talking about little boys in China. You know, you know, <laughs> euthanasia. What was the baseball we're... bat's name again? We're talking uh, about killing Lucille. people. We're Lucille. talking about killing yeah. people. Everybody's doing it. Turn on the news. Everybody's doing it. If you strangle somebody, is that called laying on hands? Remember that conversation? Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that if you, uh, um, like, fucking suffocate somebody right. with, a, with right. a pillow, right? you know, I mean, does that count? You right. know, I mean, you know, I, I just don't understand why, uh, why, why it has to be, you know, we have to, we could kill people, but it's gotta be, you know, like, you know, when they give people lethal injection, but they like swab their fucking arm with alcohol. I mean, what the mm-hmm. fuck? Right. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Well, you can give them a, an infection, right. you know, I mean, you know, the, the humane, that's where I was looking for. We got, everything's gotta be fucking humane. Just fucking take him out in the middle of fucking Bay Street and fucking shoot him in the back of the head. Uh, I mean, how much does a bullet cost? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Give him one appeal. If the appeal doesn't go, just fucking, fucking grab their hair. Okay? You don't have to shave their head like you did the electric chair. Just grab their hair and oh, be like, hey, hey, six. hey, stop squirming. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> and just, you thought about this way too much. I mean, you ever have or those thoughts? You ever One have or those the thoughts to where you're like looking across the table? Before I met the soon-to-be world-famous wife, I, I fucking dated this crazy woman, right? And you're looking across the table, and she's just talking. And after a while, you just fucking it, it just fucking drowns out. You know, I know I know the two penny knows what I'm talking about. And and you just you see her mouth moving, and you're just like it's not registering what. And then you have this thought, and she's eating like a fucking soup or something. You have this thought if if I just took in my hand and grabbed her head and put it down in that soup. <laughs> well, you know, that's it you know, for the unfiltered uh, sports weekly. Uh, Jesus. You got any more for us, St. Joe? Wow. Good way to end that. Mm-hmm. No, no, nothing else. Right. I'm not the only person that has thoughts like that. I'm not. Okay. Wow, the voices. Don't listen to the voices. Don't listen to the voices, Kev. Don't listen to the voices. All right, before I get into some more trouble, you know. Um, oh, yeah, look at that. That's a great right quote. That, that's, that's a, a great, great quote right there. Killer ending. All right, go and check out all the other uh, podcasts over at unfpod.com. Uh, check out our new friends. And uh, if you're looking for a podcast, um, we got space for you, especially if you're true crime. You know, say Joe, roll out the fucking red carpet for you. I will. Yeah, you know, I will. And, and all this, you know. But uh, we don't just take anybody. So you kind of got to have something to say. You know, you got to keep you got to keep Beebs like enthralled. You know, because if he turns you off, especially like if your audio is bad, you know, then uh, 
and you know he's gonna have a, you and Beavs are gonna have a discussion, you know. So, <laughs> so anyhow, hope everybody enjoyed the Super Bowl and the commercials and all that good stuff, and be kind to one another out there, you know. I mean, don't go forcing you know your your thoughts on on other people unless they ask for it. You know, and uh, be be kind to one another, love one another, wash each other's uh, feet, and, and for Saint Joe, for the beeps. My name's Kev. We'll catch you guys next week. We'll catch you on the flipping flop. This podcast is a production of Unfiltered Studios. If you would like to know more about joining Unfiltered Studios, please visit our website at unfpod.com for more information.